All right. Hey, guys. Welcome back to DMs After Dark. It's me and Kent doing our, what is it called? Playing With Ourselves series. And we are doing Tangled Blessings by Cassie Mothwin. And this is, wait, did I say that wrong? No, no, no. You said it fine. I, I was just going to say that uh, Rainy has named it, uh, named us, uh, it takes two to Tangled Blessings. Oh my god, I thought that was, this is how much I pay attention. I thought that was just our first episode. I didn't realize it's the whole thing. Okay, so our series is called It Takes Two to Tangled Blessings. It's only um, been four episodes so far. Jess is finally catching up. I know. Wait, so this is our this is our fourth episode. This is, this is our fourth episode we, now. Yes, we have two more after this. So we're in year three of our school year. And we have one more year, year four. And then it's our final duel. But this will be year three. Yeah, Kent, where, how, what do we want to just jump into? Do we want to talk? Do we want to recap, like, briefly? Just, like, one sentence where we're at and then talk about what we did before, in between years two and three? Yeah, we can do a slight recap of last year. I think it'll be quick because last year was kind of heavy for the both of our characters. And just to kind of carry that tension over as quickly as possible probably be a good, good thing. Yeah, so, um... So for year two, Angelica, she basically just got messed with by some sort of secret society. She's not sure. I mean, we on a medicines have got an idea of like who is involved with this cult, kind of that lazy student who kind of messed with her before some other, you know, he's involved with this society and they've just kind of messed with her throughout the school year, um, including like stealing her reflection, kind of monitoring her with a ghost and placing some sort of ruins in her room. So she's kind of had a rough year with people messing with her. And I would say for the first year when she came into the school, she very much had the attitude of she wanted to go it alone. She wanted to like not care about anyone else, just do her own thing. But now that's not working out so well. <laughs> <laughs> it's a little bit hard when you're on your own and people are coming at you. But yeah, that's her year too. Meanwhile, on kind of the opposite spectrum there, uh, Elias has had, uh, instead of people going after him, he's been going after himself, it seems like. He kind of stumbled into an incantation that froze his mentor in stone while bestowing him with that said mentor's good luck. He was invited to join said secret society, which we had aptly named the King's Court. And by the end of the year, had ended up joining the secret society in hopes to free what he believed to be a curse upon him and Professor Monty to set Professor Monty free. And um, we both currently don't know. Like, Angelica doesn't know that the secret society is one that Elias is joining. And Elias doesn't know that this secret society is messing with Angelica. Yeah. <laughs> this is just kind of falling into place. Yeah. And at the end of the year, Elias ended up for his final kind of year exam, I want to say. He had summoned a devil. And that devil being the one that I'm saying initially taught him that first incantation and he wants Elias wants answers but it's a devil and it's being tricky and it just wants to be free but Elias slightly has the upper hand in that the devil is bound to him for now 
Is that an upper hand? I guess you've got more time with it. I mean, if we're thinking about just like general like summoning things, like generally the summon can't hurt the summoner. Ah, I see. So. Gotcha. Gotcha. Generally. But right before our second year ended, both Elias and Angelica were contacted by the speaking gem. It reached out to both of us and indicated that there's something in the rotunda that we both desire. We both desire. That ended up being a large book that was a tome of powerful mages throughout the years and their stories. And our story was currently being written in said book. And for the sake of something that me and Jess had talked about, this book is being held by the king's court. And we can see its insignia somewhere, either on the pedestal or somewhere on the book. But I think Angelica would notice more than Elias would. He just kind of in awe about this massive book. Mm -hmm. But that was the end of our second year. And we didn't quite talk about what we did in between years two and three. So I'll let Jess say what Angelica had done. Yeah, sure. In the past, like last year, she had taken the the break off to kind of go and visit her friend who she's doing all of this for. But Angelica has become kind of obsessed and kind of fed up, focused, and pretty much obsessed, especially since this book revealed itself. She has stayed at school and she is just kind of obsessively gathering information and data and kind of hunting down this cult and trying to figure out and learn as much as she can. And as for Elias, he, he again, is still going to be staying at the school, on the school grounds, this time with a different purpose than to just kind of explore the grounds and whatnot. He he needs to find a way to break this curse, and he's going to spend this summer doing that. And with the revelation that this book is, that he is a powerful mage of the ages, along with Angelica and several other famous mages and witches and warlocks and or whatnot over the years. So he's trying to, with that newfound confidence that he's going to be, or he is one of these powerful mages, he is looking for a way to break this curse over the course of the break. Look at us. We're both doing mad research. More research than I've ever done personally. <laughs> All right, but so you started last year. I guess I will start again this year. All right, first card is the Seven of Pentacles. Seven of Pentacles. And my... Your major arcana card? Yes, please. Is the star. I'm going to just do the meanings. Doubt, loss, hope, despair, renewal. That does not sound good. Renewal, but but renewal, yeah. It's it's a lot of down and then up. Wait, the second to last one is good one too, right? Hope was it hope? Uh, well, it's it's doubt, loss, hope, despair, yeah. renewal. But let's see what my prompt says. You heard a crashing sound in the common room, and discovered a housemate had broken the full length mirror. 
Glass shards littered the room. The housemate screamed. I saw a creature made of smoke inside. You and the others cleaned the mess, but the student who broke the mirror became sick. Starting with their hands, their bodies slowly turned the color of ash. They were eventually quarantined, with faculty overseeing their care. What was the student like when you re they returned? Did you believe their story about the creature? Did you do anything to protect yourself? Ooh. Shit. Okay. Shit. Oh, boy, oh, boy, oh, boy. I really like the question of what is what, what is he like when he comes back? Yeah, because it, it's, it's very much uh, stating that he's, that they are not all right. Not necessarily, but they are different. They're definitely different. Or, you know, maybe the same. The same is an option. It's probably not the option either of us would take, but the same is an option. That, that is true, yeah. That, but they were eventually quarantined with faculty overseeing their care. What was the student like when they returned? Do you believe their story about the creature? Hmm. You know what? Let's break here and create the student and see who they were. Hmm. Okay. Okay, so we finished making our student who saw this smoke creature inside of a mirror and broke a mirror. Now this is this is meta, but it's very, very apt for what just happened. Zenia Bakoyani was a fellow classmate of the House of Dahlias. She was a fourth year. She was the Academy Store Manager. She's known for being very clumsy, so that's probably why a lot of people think she broke the mirror and she's, you know, blaming it on, blaming just like, oh, I saw something in the mirror, but she actually like tripped or like knocked the mirror down or whatever. But a little something that we didn't know at the time, maybe it's discovered later, that uh, she is no longer who she was. She had her soul replaced with a different entity. Which kind of explains, you know, the whole body kind of turning an ashy color and whatnot. But that was the uh, that was the student that we just created mm -hmm. for this prompt that I had. And so, we picked everything randomly, and it fits so well again. Yeah, I feel this, like I keep saying that this game, but like, just want to reiterate: the, these cards are like. They're literally guiding us by the hand through this game, and it yeah. is really Perfect. helpful. It. It's yeah. really helpful for us. So, Xenia had broken the mirror. Of course, uh, all of us in the house have gotten to know one another, so on and so forth. We know that she's kind of clumsy and whatnot, so we uh, kind of pushed it off at that. But when she started, her, her skin started to turn a different color, and, like, obviously she needed she needed help so like we contacted the the faculty like house parent whoever they are and going question by question here i think when zenia got back at first none of us really knew what 
we didn't notice anything different. She seemed back to her old self, back to her normal kind of like olive tan skin that she normally has. And it, it was probably a week or two before anyone really noticed that, hey, Zinnia hasn't broken any glasses lately. Like, she, like, we normally clean it up something like, what, twice a day normally? But it's been, it's been a week. So, we, we noticed that it's like, hey, she's, she's not clumsy anymore. And it's just like, sounds like a good thing, you know? And of course, you know, the, the whole, after, after the fact, after she started turning kind of ashen, ashy, color mm-hmm. like started to turn like all like the gray and sickly and whatnot mm-hmm. like at first we all just kind of brushed it off it's like oh yeah no she's clumsy she didn't see anything in the mirror and then it's just like well what if she did what if she actually did see something in the mirror like what if there is something in the mirror and what if it got out when it broke is that going to happen to to us because like we all helped clean up the glass you know so I think after Zenia's kind of like strange behavior when she returned where it like it doesn't seem like it should be strange but it's strange to us the people that kind of see her every day see her every day like we're at this point after a few years like we're almost like a family you know Mm -hmm. and I think a few of us do believe that there's something that got loose out of that mirror, and we're not quite sure. I suspect my uh, my little devil friend may have had a hand in that, but of course he's not speaking. He's not fessing up to anything. Mm. Do you think he's related to this smoke monster person? Maybe. It, he could or be he now. might at least know something. Or he what might says. correct. Mm. So I think some of us have started to avoid any mirrors, even the mirrors in our own room. Maybe we covered it with protective sigils. We also carry around a few protective charms of our own. So you believe her now, possibly. We po- like there's no definitive proof, but none of us are bringing it up to her, being like, "Hey, you're different." It's just like. What if something was different, you know? Mm-hmm. But none of us know for sure. And like I said, like we as players pulled out her secret and it's something replaced her, at least in her soul. Mm-hmm. But us in the house, we don't know that. Mm-hmm. Do you think there's other like strange behavior that she might be doing that's kind of different for her other than being not clumsy? I actually think, yeah, like, I think that after not being clumsy, like, generally with clumsiness, there's also kind of like a quirkiness that usually comes to to clumsy people, you know, like, kind of almost like a self-doubt, like, they're opposite of confidence. Self-esteem? Yeah, they they have, like, a low self-esteem. Insecure. They're They're insecure. And after this, like, without her clumsiness we also notice that she's becoming more confident she's not as insecure as she once was Mm, she's a little bit more outgoing with people she's 
I don't know, carrying a tray of glasses around. And we're like, are you sure that's a good idea? You want us to take those? Yeah. <laughs> but she's got it. But she's got it. And little do we know, it's not she that actually has got it. So, I think that's going to be that for my prompt. Okay. Let's see what you get. Okay. So my card is the Two of Pentacles. The Two? I, w- I went right up to it, too. <laughs> and your yeah I, can we do my prompt first you want to do your prompt first then your meeting yeah okay you attended a private club event as a trial guest your written invitation indicated that if you behaved you might be invited as a permanent member where you would enjoy the constant support of club members during the outdoor event everyone wore white and featureless masks. A skeleton was on full display for the duration, with members on stage bowing and chanting to it. At the end, the skeleton raised a single hand and pointed at you. What did your research reveal about this group? Did you wish to join as a lifelong member? What? (laughs) This is some, uh, this is some, what is that movie? Oh, no. That's horrifying. But yeah, it uh, it seems Midsommar. like... I was like, this feels very um, Midsommar. It seems like your wish of having people around you to help you... I'm like, yeah, let me join a club! Let me join a I club! I show up and... Holy shit, holy yeah, that was, shit. Uh, holy like, shit. Talk about a dark year. I mean, maybe it's not dark, but like that's creepy as all hell. Absolutely. Like it it's just it's very much like, oh, you've you attend a private club event. And it's just like cool. It's like club members, cool. Outdoor event, cool. Skeleton on display. All right. Wait, featureless masks. Okay. Uh, chant. They all go up, and... chant, and talk to this skeleton. <laughs> and then and it then points it... at me. Uh-huh. My bunny is white too. That's probably the only white thing that I remember. <laughs> yeah. Okay. All right. My major arcana is the fool. The fool. Ooh, you got the fool. Yeah. <laughs> Which also has a white dog on it and a white skull on it <laughs> and a white rose on it. So the fool, carelessness, optimism, recklessness, trickery. Crap, what is the question part of my prompt again? The end? It was like, do you join the cult? A club. Two. club. Sorry, yes. Oh, what did your research reveal about this group? Because, of course, Angelica's going to do research about about people inviting her to shit. And did you wish to join as a lifelong member? Yeah, I think I think what you were saying is true. That, like, I had talked about how, like, this has been kind of hard going alone and maybe she was looking into this club and got an invitation because she was looking for others and kind of a group so that maybe she'd be a little bit less of a target and what did my research reveal about this group so i know for sure that she is going to join this group and become a lifelong member i think she is committed i think now she'll have some allies on her side and um, maybe she'll be a little bit hard to mess with and she'll at least have resources and other people who might know more about this secret society and if they've been targeted or if they have had any effects too. 
gosh, what did her research show about this club? You know, I'm going to say that her research has showed that this club is fairly new. It doesn't have like kind of long traditional historical ties that date back in like the origin of the school or maybe the early years of the school. It's, it's fairly recent, not too new, but like not old either. It kind of reminds me of, because with the skeleton and the white featureless masks, maybe like the white featureless masks are actually like uh, skull masks. Yeah, where, I was like, just... Go ahead. Where like a skull is fairly featureless. Like it has the bones and whatnot, but like if they're all the same skull, like maybe they're the skull of the skeleton that was on display. Mm-hmm. That maybe maybe this cult was kind of inspired by the more recent like Day of the, Day of the Dead festivities that were celebrated down in Mexico and Central and South America. Maybe. I don't think I want to go too much into that just because I don't know much about the Day of the Dead. Um, yeah, I'm not saying like it, it, it's t- it's heavily influenced, but like more of the like maybe transpired from or like transpired. It's from. like it's like, yeah, kind of like, oh, I like that. I like that look like it's the image of the like the general face paint where it's like the colorful skulls. Instead, they just kind of like. This is like the complete opposite, yeah. Yeah, they just kind of uh, wiped the color away. and No, probably not. I, I okay. think I'll probably go in a different direction. I do like the idea of the skull. I do like the idea of the white mask or the featureless mask being kind of like a bone skull and matching kind of the skeleton. I like that. I think along the same lines, I want... I think what one of the things that she found in her research is that no one really knows who is in the club except for members that came after them. So members that show up and that the skeleton kind of points to that is like maybe the new initiate. And if they join, they get a mask, but they know no one else really like you show up and you are constantly masked Um, Mm -hmm. kind of ambiguity and being anonymous is like an important feature of the club. So maybe they share knowledge, maybe they bring questions, but no one really I'm sure you can deduce some ways. I'm sure you have theories. I'm sure it might be, you might be able to tell eventually, but I think a core feature of it is that everyone is about the same and they come here for the purpose of knowledge and resources and support for good and for bad. Mm-hmm. I'm going to say that this, they delve heavily into like death magic as well, like death magic, maybe necromancy, since there is a moving skeleton here. So maybe this is a group that they are based on knowledge like you had said and they are very much anonymous and with all of their things and maybe there's magic in place that when you enter the area before anyone gets a chance to see you you are automatically masked whether you are invited or not like the people who ooh and then the skeleton points to you cuz it knows that you're the newest initiate or, or you're the uh, you are the one to be invited, and anyone else that is not invited, like actually Ooh. invited, they can't find their way back here. Ooh. And what is kind of shared amongst this is almost like forbidden knowledge. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I love it. I love it. Yes. 
So like no one actually can know who's in this group. I agree. Any, That's even better. Any attempt to say like, if you try to say, oh, I'm Angelica Thompson, it gets jumbled. Like you say it, you, you say it, but everyone else here is just. Yeah. I'm going to say that's a major faux pas in the, the club. Yeah. Yeah. No, I love it. I love that idea of being kind of masked in it before attendance or in attendance and then mm-hmm. remaining it, a secret to each other and the it's other just attendees. Yeah. Complete and anonymity. Yes. Yes. I love it. I think that's what I'll go with. So it, it, it also very much kind of aligns with Angelica's seeking knowledge and uh, power, seeking knowledge and power, but also kind of remaining alone. Yeah, exactly. That's what I was thinking too. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like you're a part of a group, a part but of no people, one, but still, yeah, but no one knows. It's so, like one tiny foot in <laughs> instead yep. of the whole thing. Yep. Like perfect. What should we name? What should, what, would you like the name of the society to be? You know, I feel like I'm not, I feel like it generally doesn't have a name, but people often call it in the research, maybe just the faceless. The faceless? Yeah. It, it makes sense. Cause like no one knows anyone's actual face. Yeah. Yeah. That's good. That's good. Jess finally joining a cult not a cult club all right now uh i guess on to my second prompt queen of pentacles Hmm. okay the wheel of fortune x 10 fate destiny curses luck excessiveness okay okay this might be a good thing for Elias. And now the queen. This year marked a very special occasion. The super blue blood moon. This lunar eclipse event sparked controversy among all. Some said that it was best to ignore all rituals this day and that to engage magically with the moon during the event would invoke dark magic and summon specters from the grave. Others claimed this was the perfect time to unlock deeper magic within, and that dancing by the lake unclothed promised years of refined and precise casting. Did you participate in any blood moon activities? How did the mood on campus change once it was over? Wow, so cool. Well... Also want to note that we are currently in a month that has the blood moon. <laughs> yes, that is very much so. Uh, in case you were unaware, October had several celestial yeah. events going on. We had a super blood moon this year. We also had a solar eclipse, the 14th. I also believe the 13th. Friday the 13th was Friday the 13th, but I, uh, I believe also Friday on the Friday the 13th, it was a new moon. Yeah, I think that's right. Yeah. Yeah. So very weird month for October this year. Spooky season. It's unfortunate. This episode is going to come out after October. I was going to say people do spooky things. This is the month to do it, which is break out your spells. I still believe spooky season goes in 
into November. What? Yes. What? Hey, if Christmas can start after October, spooky season can continue into November. I mean, I, I do Christmas after November. Well, oh boy, well, who are we talking about here? We're talking about Elias. Of course, he's going to go dancing naked by the lake. <laughs> Great. You know, like, it, it's it's also... He's like, celebrate magic! Woo! <laughs> uh, I think he's doing a little bit more than that, unfortunately. Oh, gosh. Because he's like, this is the perfect time to break. Th- this this might be the perfect time to actually, yes, break the, hopefully break this curse that has befallen. It's Elias's fault for like 100%, but like this curse that has befallen him and Professor Monty. But like of all the times, Elias has made a lot of mistakes, but they specifically warned against the things that would happen and Elias is going to do it. Hey, did you hear my brief meanings? It's fate, destiny, curses are involved, a lot of luck and excessiveness. So I think I think he's going to be trying probably as much as he can on this night, you know? It's probably not going to be good. Like of course a lot of Elias does like there are consequences for sure. Why do I always end up shooting myself in the foot? I mean honestly it's true to Elias to be fair. This has been Elias year 1 and year 2. Yeah, like Keep at it, Elias. But, like, I, I always, I, I keep doing things to, like, shoot my characters in the foot. Because I'm thinking that, hey, guess what? I accidentally just freed my demon. As long as you don't win the final battle. <laughs> <laughs> but I think with this event, Elias is going to try to make his devil talk. And doing this along with the good luck, good fortune that is being siphoned into him by Professor Monty. He believes that he has a great chance of actually doing something on this night, you know? Mm-hmm. So, like, absolutely, he he's participating in some events. Like, maybe he's not, like, joining a group or anything that's doing something, but, like, he's 100% doing something. And it's pro- it's it's not gonna be good. But I do believe that with this, with the good fortune that he has, and with a little bit of luck, that his devil companion does talk. Ah, okay. And he does end up getting the reversal incantation out of him, you know? Mm -hmm. But of course, again, like I said... There's a cost, there's consequences for what Elias has done. Mm-hmm. And doing that, he has freed his little devil from his bond. Maybe he's no longer little. Yeah, I think he's, uh, with his bonds, his shackles free, he has regained power that he had had, you know? Mm-hmm. There's a lot of dark power on this night. Yep. and. I think he, the devil, kind of flees into the forest after Elias got his answers. And with any any luck, any of the good fortune that he still has coming in through him, Elias hopes that 
whatever's in that forest is more powerful than that devil, and he will not see it again. Oh, so no one else knows. No, he he kind of did the the, the thing, like the beginning of the second year. Though he he kind of went off on his own. He uh maybe maybe that he can see someone across the across the lake. Maybe they're doing something. Maybe there's a group of people who are. Maybe it's not like a ritual they're doing. They're just they're throwing an eclipse party. They're having fun that's under fair. the moon. Yeah, yeah, that's fair. But Elias is breaking bonds and hopefully curses as well. After the eclipse has gone completed and party across the lake is kind of dying down, people are kind of conking out. The next morning, I think there is a a ruckus, a kind of sense of urgency that spread across the campus. People have found out about a devil that absconded into the forest. Unfortunately, against Elias's wishes, nothing kind of distracted the devil, and he's kind of flitting between the forest and the campus, causing havoc and mayhem. Mm-hmm. So, just another thing that Elias kind of seemed to have fucked up. Mm-hmm. But on the upside, he has... Possibly what he needs as well. Uh, yeah, he, he possibly has what he he needs to break the curse upon himself and Professor Monty. But I think he'll do that another time. Funny how this lucky dude, things worked out the way he wants them to, but he's also still unlucky at the same time. So let's get to Angelica's second prompt. Okay, prompt two. The Eight of Pentacles. Yeah, prompt again first, please. I like the prompt first so then I can mull and then see the theme that I need to pull into it. Okay. The East Wing of the Academy closed this year. A solid reason was never given, but something led you to investigate. Within the silent hall, you found black tar dripping from the ceiling and a soft growl echoed from room to room. Why did you go there? What else did you discover? What did it want from you? Okay. And my my major arcana is the High Priestess, too. Intuition, secrets, silence, uncertainty. I mean, I think at this point, or maybe all of her life, Angelica has hated uncertainty and not knowing. And so when this occurred, when this happened, Angelica always needs to know more. You know, she's all about information and always needs to know more. Um, So she, of course, snuck in to this East Wing to see what they were hiding there. Hmm. Black tar dripping from the ceiling and a soft growl that echoed from room to room. I think at first she was definitely hesitant. I think actually the black tar might be related, but not directly from the creature here. I think what has happened when she like kind of snuck into the East Wing, she's found that kind of a portal has been opened to 
some strange different place, some strange creatures, kind of just a world very different than their own. And I think the black tar that's kind of encasing and surrounding this wing is meant to kind of entrap it and keep it here while they figure out what to do. It's almost like something just to like slow it down and contain it. And so there's this kind of sticky black ichor that they've coated throughout the wing. But there is a creature here that came through from the other side um, that is traversing this this wing, trying to figure out either how to escape and how to get out. And what does it want? What does it want from you? What does it want from me? Hmm. You know, I think at the forefront, it doesn't really recognize Angelica and what it wants is to escape. It wants to kind of, it came here with intention. It came here with purpose. And I think it wants to get out of this East Wing and get through to the school. So it wants her, since she was able to sneak in, kind of that knowledge maybe of how to seek out and what this thing is that is containing her. But I think, I think whatever this is, it wants the book. The book that's in the, um, what? The rotunda? It, rotunda? Yeah, in the rotunda. How does it know of the book? I think she doesn't know. I think she doesn't know. I think she just, I think the creature just asks about it and, uh, she's surprised that it knows about it. Cause it seems like it's not from this world. Maybe this has something to do with Elias's freed devil. Mm, maybe. Maybe the devil came and the East Wing happened to be prime spot to open a portal to elsewhere. Mm-hmm. And the one thing that got through came here looking for the book. Because it obviously holds some sort of some sort of magic that can maybe at some point like predict the future Mm -hmm. or change the past or something along those lines or maybe yeah rewrite rewrite the past something like that yeah yeah no i like it and you know as i'm kind of thinking more i kind of think that the the faceless club that she joined i think the way it might kind of work is that you have to bring a secret or some sort of new knowledge in order Mm. to gain a secret or new knowledge Mm. um and I think this might be something that maybe she could try and figure out and learn. Yeah. Yeah, you bring knowledge of a artifact I mean, in the rotenda. Oh no, 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 not no. that. I'm thinking more just like the creature or this black acre or the portal, things like that. If she can study some sort of magic or information mm. there. Ideally, I think she's going to try and do 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 herself right out of this <laughs> East Wing. Yep, she's like she came in here, she found something to sate her curiosity. Yeah, and uh, once she came across this creature, she's just like, nope, time for me to leave. Yeah, I mean, I think actually the more Angelica thing would be to try and see if it's if it wants something else, and see if she can gain something else from it or maybe close the portal and push she would definitely try to push this thing back into the portal and close it herself but Mm. like i don't think she's gonna be able to she's like a third year (laughs) so she might do 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 herself right back out and maybe she might try and do some more research and come back 
and see if she can gain anything. She's got a lot of things to figure out. Yeah. So is uh, that it for I think so, Angelica's? yeah. I think that will be it for my second prompt. Okay. So that leads us to my uh, Elias's third prompt. Final prompt. The Five of Pentacles. This is a very Elias-looking card. And your major arcana is... Oh, it's the star again. XV2. The star, scar, that I now know is a star. And that is... Doubt, loss, hope, despair, renewal. Ah, it's this one. That is that one. It's very Elias. No wonder he got it twice. I also got a glimpse of the prompt. Two of Blackroot's towers are joined by a narrow, uncovered bridge. Walking across it one day, you had a strange sensation. And when you looked around, you realized time had stopped. A cloaked figure in black walked towards you, through you, and stepped over the edge of the bridge. A frenzied whisper immediately echoed around you. They didn't tell me what I sold. Time resumed, and a new statue was in place where the figure jumped. What do you think the spirit sold? What does the plaque in front of the new statue say? Shit, that's cool. Whoa. Shit, that's cool. That's well, super creepy. That's creepy. They didn't tell me what I sold. Ooh, ooh. This is actually really good. Being that I had my third prompt has the same major arcana as my first prompt. I think this spirit is Xenia because her soul was displaced from her. Yeah. From her body and her. It was replaced. Yeah. It was replaced. uh, She sold it. But they didn't tell me what I sold. And that could be very much. She accidentally sold her soul. Mm. Maybe she agreed some to something in kind of like what Elias would do in a, in a way to like experience more things or, or maybe true to her own kind of personality in a, in a clumsy manner so that they, whoever they are, they kind of promised her something and it seemed like a good deal, but she never mm-hmm. bargained for a price, you know? She took it unknowingly. It was an unknowing kind of like, it's like, oh, that sounds good, shakes hand, and then they're gone. Mm-hmm. And doing that, she never actually agreed to a price, so they just took something. Mm-hmm. So she unwittingly sold her soul, or actually she sold her body, mm. which now yeah. houses... Yeah, that makes sense. A different spirit, a different entity. That makes sense. And what does the plaque in front of the new statue say? I kind of want to say that like this, because this prompt says that there's a new statue. Yeah, it appeared after. There are other statues along this bridge as well. Oh, okay. 
that each one kind of has a prompt and they're all one after the other going down the bridge across from each other, you know, kind okay. of like, kind of like a normal. Yeah. Like a row of statues. I under- yeah. yeah. On both sides. I get it. And like this one, it, it did seem kind of odd. It was like, maybe this was like the direct middle, mm-hmm. you know, there were four on one side, four on the other. And like the middle, there was, there wasn't anything. Mm-hmm. And now when the, the, the spirit kind of went off the edge and time resumed, a fifth statue on the left side of the bridge appeared. Mm-hmm. And I want to say that the plaque in front of this new statue, the statue being vaguely reminiscent of Xenia herself. Mm-hmm. Not exactly her, because her body is still walking around the academy. But or close, like it might be a relative or Yeah, like they're they're like maybe there's if you look maybe it is a like a cloaked figure of a statue and if you look closely under the hood, you can actually see her face. Oh, that's creepy. I like it. Creepy, but I like it. So I think the plaque in front of the statue is kind of a warning. It's it is a warning. And it's don't accept a deal without setting a price. Without knowing the price, maybe. No, without setting setting the price. a price. Okay. Which, you know, come to come to think of it, Elias probably never exactly set a price when bargaining with his devil. So maybe this little event, maybe Xenia seeing kind of what he had done is mm-hmm. trying to warn him to be careful of mm-hmm. the of really everything Elias does. <laughs> Pretty much, yeah, I know, God. <laughs> but it, but to be careful of the price that could be taken for the knowledge that he has gained. I think that is the total of uh Elias's second prompt there. Second year, yeah. Nice. Oh, third year. Or third year, that's right. Yeah. We both cut the wrong. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so my Angelica's last prompt. The nine of pentacles. You really keep going eight and nines, don't you? Oh, did I get that last year too? Yes, you did. You did, you did the page of cups, the eight of cups, and then the nine of cups. This year you did the two, the eight, and the nine. Meant to me, those are her numbers, I guess. Apparently. Right. What is the prompt? While exploring the grounds, something made you angry. So angry that arcane energy erupted from your skin and tore every leaf from a nearby tree to shreds. The tree remains bare to this day. What caused you to lose your temper? Did anyone get hurt? How do you keep your power in check now? What rumors were caused by this event? Ooh, this one's a this one's a lot of questions for this one. It is. Um and my major arcana is judgment. XX. So 20. Judgment, yeah, kind of uh 
being judged on this. Renewal, awakening, responsibility, criticism. Okay. So, I'm going to say that Angelica has had a better year this year. She's um, joined the club. She's gained some knowledge. But it still has been very unfruitful in terms of the cult. She's gained, she's like uncovered a lot of secrets. She's done a lot of research. She's learning. She's growing. But she's making very little headway with figuring out who this cult is in the school. And I'm going to say while she's exploring the grounds, she just finds a lot more of these symbols, of the cult symbols in various hidden places. And it is infuriating how little she can learn and figure out about them. And it's almost, it just feels like it's just taunting her and coming at her. And it feels very personal, especially with the obsession she has now with them. And I think just finding more of these symbols, she just went into a rage. And I think I'm going to say that she has, I, I know it said that it shredded these leaves, but I imagine as almost like a burst of fire since she had that kind of inner fire power that she got. That's what I was or, thinking too. Yeah, that she figured out last year. And I think she just shredded these leaves down with just rays of, you know, scorching flame. And I'm going to say a few people did get hurt. A few people did get hurt. And like maybe maybe it was uh this tree was in the courtyard and you happen to spy the sigil. Yeah. Not imprinted into the bark, like carved, but the sigil seemed to have grown in the bark. Oh, that's perfect. That's exactly so something that Angelica would happen to Angelica and that she would see. Yeah. And that way, like, there are people, maybe there were people lounging and relaxing underneath this tree. And when your flames erupted from your anger, that maybe a few of them got burned. Maybe it wasn't just the leaves. Maybe a limb or two fell down. Of the trees, yes. Of the tree, and then, <laughs> not of the people, not, not of the people. It was like, of the trees, yes. Sorry. <laughs> But I do, I, yeah, no, I love that. I love that idea. And I do think that a few people got hurt and whether she got hurt herself or whether she went to the hospital or not to the hospital, to the infirmary or whether she was brought to the infirmary. Since I have this judgment awakening card, I think that it was just a very harsh reality being kind of in a healthcare setting again and remembering her friend and visiting her at the hospital constantly. And she, it was just very jarring for her. Like, what is she doing? Like, what has she been doing for this last year? She had done all this to help her friend. And in the last year, she has gained all of this knowledge and none of it was toward that direction. Intentionally not towards that direction, right? And mm -hmm. um, I think that this is a very shaking event for her. Kind of jolts her back into her original You know, I don't mindset. know. I don't know. I think it's reminded her of it. I don't know if she's, I think it's, I think she hasn't really settled yet. I think she's in that in between where she's jolted by that reality. But I don't know if she's decided yet where it will go. Maybe like this is the sudden realization that like she's actually standing upon a, yeah, exactly. a fork exactly. in her life that like 
one leads down to helping her friend and the other one is more i know you were saying angelica was trying to help her friend for selfish reasons in the first place but the second path leads her down to it a even more selfish path like something that's just directly for her yeah and yeah well so she wasn't trying to help angelica for selfish reasons but she wasn't a good person like she was willing to do whatever it took to help her friend and yeah this this is kind of this is like you were saying this is kind of a fork one towards kind of helping her friend one towards that selfishness yeah that it's kind of deep within angelica so it's just kind of earth shaking. So how how does Angelica keep her power in check now? Yeah, that is one part that I have not figured out yet. Maybe maybe she because like this is a very like the 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 cult is a kind of a trigger thing for her. Maybe she lightens like backs off the searching for the cult for a little bit. Maybe she stops trying to notice signs of them everywhere because she ends up finding signs of them everywhere but she finds signs but she doesn't find answers yeah i'm not sure i don't know if i want to make that determination before her next year i haven't really decided i kind of want to see where the next year goes to see what she'll to see which kind of pathway she'll pursue if she'll give up giving searching for the cult or not Hmm, but keeping her powers in check and the sigil. Maybe. Go ahead. Maybe because she was targeted by the cult before. Mm -hmm. And she kind of knows that they are kind of seeking her. Mm -hmm. And that they had invited her in the past. Maybe she kind of relents. And to find more information about the cult, she finally joins. That's pretty good. That's pretty good. So it's to, it, it does kind of annoy her that she has to yeah, do this. Like, yeah. She can't keep doing it the way she's doing it now. Very little information. And like the best option is to actually join the cult. And maybe that makes her more angry, but it kind of, it kind of brings just keeps her at a at like that simmer instead yeah. of erupting yeah. boil, you know? Yeah. No, I love it. That is what I will go with. In order to find out more, Angelica concedes and reaches out and tries to join this cult. And now what rumors were caused by this event? Oh my god, there's another question. God there's damn it. There's one more question. I thought I hit them all. Okay. What rumors were caused by this event? I mean Angelica already had a bunch of rumors about her. You know, she was. She was. Yeah. I was going to say that, like, I think probably another reason why she's maybe even joined the cult as well is that. Maybe because the, like this year she's had, it seems like this year Angelica has kept a low profile for a lot of, uh, for a long time this year. And maybe like with this event, like those rumors kind of boil back up. You know, the, the, the whole, oh, she's, she, she rekindles all of those old ones. Like she's stealing power. She's. Yeah. Uh, I was, yeah. I was actually going to say like, 
one of the things from her first year was how she was kind of cheating, you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. And like, maybe like rumors come out that Angelica is really shitty at her magic and she doesn't have a hold on it. She doesn't have control. Or maybe like she's stolen so much power that she can't control it anymore. Hmm. Hmm. Yeah. Yeah. And that she doesn't care about people. Right. Yep. More casualties to her. I mean, this is her first casualty in comparison. <laughs> but, but, uh, but yeah. Yeah, I like that. I think those are the rumors that kind of go out there. Okay. She's, uh, rekindled those rumors of power theft and cheating. And now a new one is born that she can't control the power that she is stolen. Mm -hmm. And that is, yeah. that is our, that is our three prompts for the third year. That is our three prompts, but that is not the end of our third year. No, no, no. Because the end of the third year, something happens. Of course it does. This year closed out with the alumni-hosted Masquerade Ball, a six-hour formal event celebrating the achievements of Black Roots graduates. It was your chance to network, party, and fully embrace the magical world that could await you. Who did you attend the ball with? Who did you dance with? Who was escorted out? Who did you bury to get here? Who did you bury to get here? Who did you hurt? Who was found murdered in the hall? Wow, well shit. There are a lot of questions there. There are a lot of questions. All right, let's let's start from the top. So f first off, first off, this is this is also kind of another way for Angelica to kind of do what she wanted to do at the beginning of this year, you know, kind of expand out and kind of like network and mm -hmm. get to know more people this year, you know? Mm -hmm. I think that actually maybe her with her last prompt her chances of actually doing that kind of fizzled with that tree. I know. Yeah. I know. I think she's got a secret club where that no one knows who she is. Yep. Yeah. So do you think Angelica uh, attended the ball with anyone? Or did she? I think Angelica attended the ball, but she goes alone. She goes alone. She arrives alone. Yes. So instead of who did you dance with, did anyone want to dance with Angelica? I think Angelica asks Elias to dance. I'm trying to think if anyone else has really messed with her. I don't think she would ask the boy who said that she cheated. No, no, no. So my, my, uh, the, the question that I posed is, did anyone ask Angelica to dance? No, no one has asked, unless oh, you did, but like, no one has asked Angelica to dance. But I think Angelica asks Elias to dance. I think that is a, a kind of a, a good thing because that could be a a dance is kind of a good way to speak almost secretly in an open form, you know? Mm -hmm. So I think this the dance that Elias and Angelica have, they I think it would be a good chance to for Angelica to say that she has joined the cult. Mm -hmm. 
that we learned about. Mm-hmm. And it's also a good chance to find out that Elias has been already been in the cult for at least a year now. Hmm. Okay. Okay. And I think I think Elias. I think he attended the ball with Xenia's entity. Oh gosh. I okay. think I think Just not only befriending demons and devils left and right. It's apparently what uh, Elias is doing, but I it also could be a a thing because he believes that his former uh, devil was responsible for Xenia's mm. soul being, or mm. not responsible, but related. Related. Mm-hmm. I think it was uh, it was a related thing, and I think it was Xenia's new entity because she is being more more confident, more forward towards everything. And I think yeah. this entity is also keeping an eye on Elias for mm, the devil. Gotcha, gotcha. Oh, I mean that makes sense. It's like a second person to be sto- turned to stone. Yeah, to a degree, yeah. To a degree, kind of differently, but stone and yeah. statue, yeah. Yeah. You know, I, for, for the fourth question, the who who did you bury to get here? Well, Elias, we all know what Elias has done. Maybe not to the ball, but like to get to where he's at, he's, mm. he has made a sacrifice. Mm. Mm. Now that I have this question, I wonder... Maybe because I have no idea. Who did she bury to get here? Okay. I don't know if this is too much. But what I'm thinking is that Angelica reached out to accept or to join the cult. But the cults no longer had an offer for her. Because hmm. they had kind of completed their member list situation. And so in order to get here, and I imagine like when the members kind of attended this dance, maybe they were all wearing some sort of pin that like bared this symbol. That's kind of how Elias and Angela kind of both knew and recognized that they were both part of this cult. Mm -hmm. She found out that Elias had joined a year back and um, Angelica had joined recently. But I think in order to join, she had killed one of the members of the cult in order to free up a spot. I don't know if that's too much, but that's what I'm going with because that's the idea in my head. That's fine. You want to turn? Are you sure you want to turn in uh, Angelica into, into a murder? A Who did she bury? You know what I mean. It doesn't have to be physically buried. It could be socially. Yep, that's true. Because that's true. So, so I'm gonna I, go with it though. Angelica has been power hungry and going kind of like she's had some intense obsession, and she needs to figure this out. And I mentioned at the beginning that, like, Angelica is the type of person who will cross lines and do what it takes yes. to help her friend, but now to figure out this shit. So I did have an idea because I, like I had said, I, I had read thing, the things in between the prompts, and this mm-hmm. is something that I read. And I had an idea for this way back after our first year. Mm-hmm. It is different. But it still works. So maybe you buried Drew Taylor socially. 
you finally were able to get enough evidence that he he has been a cheat this entire time that he has done nothing Which this entire fair. time that's fair and he was subsequently removed oh, that's a great idea from the cult yeah that's a great idea and uh, of course as we had stated people who are removed from the cult have their memories wiped of the cult yep yep but so he had that he had that happen and that is how you were able to join oh that is a great idea now this this works excellent into who got who was escorted out because i believe drew taylor was escorted out because his social life at the school now that he has been found out to be a cheat and a liar is coming to a crashing cr- absolutely like you know like the those big ass wine like uh like the champagne towers yes yeah that level of crashing down like someone just hurled a bowling ball into the middle of that and that is his social life at this academy now oh i love it okay so i think he gets drunk at this ball and he is doing that do you know who i am type of deal and he is just out of it and he is escorted out of the ball and i believe drew taylor also is the body that's who i was thinking was going to be the body no it is not no but his date was chloe merrick the the news reporter the news reporter okay. who was falsifying falsifying stories you're creating stories creating yeah. fake stories something like that fake yeah. real story yeah yes because you also put her into the cult yes and they do seem like they would be a pair to conspire with and amongst each other mm-hmm. well we know who you hurt. You hurt Drew Taylor right where he doesn't want to be hurt mm. in his social status. As for Elias. Well, you well, already answered that question. Yeah, I, I answered. So, like, who, who, did, who did Elias hurt? Oh, like, I think, there's another question. Who did you hurt? Yes. I, I, think, I think this with this, like, it was Elias. And this is going to, like, the, the very, like, school social type of thing like maybe someone else had invited elias out to to the ball oh look at you what a sweet i just destroyed someone's reputation per your idea you softly rejected go ahead but he did it he he rejected because he knew he knew of xenia's entity and the possible connection to his and it's that whole keep your enemies closer thing you know so maybe there's a like the the person that uh, that he he ended up hurting wasn't physically but it was emotionally emotionally yeah now who was found murdered in the hall mm. so you're thinking it's chloe no oh okay what were you thinking so 
because this is done at the end of the year and Elias had gotten his answers that he wanted earlier in the year with the stuff that he had done. You know, I think that I think that he did manage to break the curse on Professor Monty, you know? Okay. And it that that had happened maybe a few days, maybe a week or two before the ball had happened. And Professor Monty there made his triumphant return. Like there have been some students who had missed seeing him. They didn't know what happened from last year. No, no one really said anything. Elias certainly didn't say anything, especially to like the faculty or whatnot. Like they believe that he maybe he took a bender Mm. and kind of disappeared into the woods. Mm. But he's back. He's been back for maybe about a week now. And everything was going good. He Elias had apologized up and down for what he had gotten him into and for what he had done and explained like the the steps that he had taken and the risks that he had taken to to free to break this curse and i do believe that unfortunately the price that elias ends up paying is with professor monty's life he's free but he's dead but the price has yet to be taken. I mean, that makes sense. It's a good full circle story for Elias's year. Yeah. Yeah, I like it. Like I said, I, I apparently I just like shooting my characters in the foot. You know. I think it. I think it is a good full circle, though. I think yeah. that makes sense. Ugh. And he. Poor he, Elias. He he just could not. Although he had been given that warning by. Xenia's spirit he just couldn't he couldn't see when or what that price was going to be maybe he was hoping it was going to be something taken from him but it it was but not directly Mm -hmm. ah that's great that's great I love it and that would conclude our third year. At this time, this would be a break between years. Let's get to that for our characters now. I actually think this year, for Elias, he is going to go home. Mm. For the first time in almost three years, he's going to go home to his family to see to see his loved ones after the after what had transpired this year he he had he hadn't gone home for the first after the first year for the short short, sheer enjoyment that he was getting and the ecstasy he was feeling using and learning magic He didn't go home the second year because he had done something that he needed to fix and he didn't have time to do it throughout the year. 
but throughout his third year, he fixed what he had done. And now he had lost what he had wanted to yeah. hold. Yeah. So I, this year's break, he is going to go home and see his family. And he's going to take that break time to heal. To kind of recenter himself. Because he's also going to... I think he's going to go camping. Isolate out himself a little. And isolate himself to reminisce on the lessons that Astrio Monty had taught him at his short time together at Brackroot with him. Oh, that's so sad. I think Angelica is going to stay on campus in between. I think with a lot of the organizations and societies and groups she has chosen to join in with this year, I think they have demands for her. And I think that she chooses to stay and try and kind of accomplish all of these tasks being put upon her from all these different organizations that she has joined into. And so I think she will stay. She's not so liking being amongst the people either. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Is how I'm feeling it. But yeah, this is kind of the the opposite now. Like it went because Angelica went home the, her first year, yeah. and now has stayed the next two. And it, uh, Elias stayed the first two and has gone home his third. Yep. Elias is also kind of it seems like getting more isolated as well. Yeah, kind of alone. I think that this year was a uh, a shift between our two characters from being yeah one being social to to isolation the other one going from isolation to having people maybe not true social life but like angelica started to have people that she can have conversations with even though in secret mm -hmm. but i mean i imagine her also have maybe joined a couple others too to try and learn more yeah and now she's got the king's crown or the king's court the king's court yep to figure so out too. Yeah, she's got the uh the King's Court to kinda investigate and yep. she's got the uh uh what did what did you name the club? The faceless. The faceless. She's got the faceless to kind of consort with. Yep. Well, that certainly was a sad year. At least for Elias. I think a little for Angelica too. Yeah, because it, it, it certainly not as sad as Elias, but I think it was a sad year for Angelica too. Yeah, because it was that it was that uh, realization that she She's may be leaving sight. her friend, she might be leaving her friend behind. But thank you, everyone, for listening. This has been wonderful to play. I one hundred percent recommend it. I believe you can find it if you want to pick it up. Maybe just look up the the author, Cassie Mothwin. I believe she ha she may have her own website that links all of her other games. And uh, like always, follow us on all the socials. We're on all the socials, including X. Although, who knows how much longer that one's going to last. Yeah, we'll see. But we are also on all the podcasts apps that I know of. 
Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Podbean, I believe is the other one. Mm-hmm. I think there's one more. But yeah, give us a like. Uh, send us an email if you have any questions about anything, comments. We always like hearing people, what they think of our games and whatnot, how we play them, all that fun stuff. And I think that's uh, that's going to be a wrap. Till next we- year. Till next year. Do we have a do we have an outro thing for this or make sure you check how much things cost <laughs> Check the price Check your prices